2: Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Turns and conditions apply.
1: Coming up on this episode, we'll talk about a play that goes wrong in the most perfect way. A new musical that's playing in Solana Beach that has a Guys and Dolls connection. And the Friends musical parody, They'll Be There for You in Culver City. It's Curtains Up on another episode of West of Broadway, a celebration of musical theater in Los Angeles. I'm radio host and theater enthusiast, Lara Scott, along with celebrity publicist and theater veteran, Will Armstrong. Hi, Lara. Back in the house. I love that you were playing Super Mario Brothers in our lobby.
2: Well, your lobby rules. Uh, and thank I love it. you. But yeah, you. It, it, um, I, it, it actually was Donkey Kong.
1: Oh, it was Donkey Kong. See? Old it's, school. I need to get back on that machine. You know, and I just love, Will, like you're this super hip guy, you know, and you're going to all these like celebrity events in Hollywood yet you'll still sit down and play Donkey Kong yeah. if the opportunity presents Mm-mm. itself. I will challenge you to Pac-Man and Frogger.
2: Um, Pac-Man, maybe I'm I'm certain I could beat you at Miss Pac-Man
1: though. Oh, I don't know. I still <laughs> have the pattern stuck in my head from all those days at the Goldmine Arcade in Florida. Amazing. Just say it. All right. So, getting back to theater, it really is an yes. action-packed show today. We're going to start with a play that I saw while you and your hubby Bill were uh, jet-setting around Europe. Yeah, and I'm so. Bummed that you missed the play that goes wrong at the Amundsen Theater. Will, it's one of the greatest things I've ever seen on. It's stage. been getting
2: such incredible buzz, yes. and everybody's been talking about how amazing the show is. Yeah,
1: and even before it started, I went with my friend Rick, who's also a publicist, mm-hmm. and you could just hear the crowd. Like some people had seen it, I think, in New York, and JJ Abrams was part yeah. of the JJ Abrams and Kevin McCollum right. brought it to New York, uh, and now I think this is the the first national tour. Of this place so not a musical it's a play although there is some music in it and um, it starts off and even before the show begins parts of the set are kind of falling apart like stuff is falling off the walls oh my gosh. some of the actors are interacting with the audience and we were like third row so we could see everything up close uh. and the whole premise is that it's this fictional college drama group that's putting on a 1920s murder mystery <laughs> but the guy playing the corpse won't stay dead like he keeps moving around mm-hmm. or you know that uh, doors won't open and they kind of have to run around the set to make their entrance Excellent. and they're playing it very seriously except there's one guy who's like waving at the crowd right. and like taking bows and everything but at the same time there's a really good story that's being told but it, it reminded me a lot Will of Laurel and Hardy just that great physical comedy that's happening in front of you mm-hmm. I do wonder if the set has to be rebuilt every night oh after they get done and just such clever dialogue and uh relatively small cast it's
2: so funny it's the, to hear you talk about it it sounds like every nightmare I've had about performing <laughs> where it's yeah. just everything goes wrong and you're just like I'm in the wrong costume I don't know I don't know the choreography what's what's my line it's just like I bet you like that was the impotence to, to this um to, to the script and to the story yeah. itself is just like because it just goes part and parcel with being a working actor is that reoccurring dream that everything goes to hell
1: and it really does. It is literally <laughs> the play that goes wrong, and there are just these moments, Will, where somebody will say, "And it's almost midnight," and they point to the clock, and the clock stuck at five p.m. Right? Or they'll say, "Look at this bottle of alcohol. There's not a drop left," and they hold it up, and it's full. You right. know, just like one thing after another. But exactly what you said, Will. I was having that conversation with a friend, where I was going, "It's got to be so hard because everything in you, probably as a trained actor, wants to do it properly, right. but you have." to remember to bump into the wall or run into the post or whatever it is
2: when we were in Europe I was I met up with friends that I performed with on cruise ships years and years ago and we talked about something that went wrong in one of our shows where we had we have quick changes and a quick change is when your costume is preset in the wings so when you exit the stage you rip off the costume you were wearing and you grab the costume that's preset and then you run back on stage for the next number well I thought I'd be clever and I was like well I'm gonna leave my shorts to this my second costume on the other side of the stage so it'll be there when I need it. I to put it on the wrong side, so I had this tunic. I had a tunic and then shorts, but the shorts were on the wrong side. So I just had the tunic and a belt. And I was like, Well the tunic is long enough, I'll be fine. The first thing I do, the first the choreography is run out and jump in the air and spin in a circle and it flies up and I'm a Ken doll from the waist down. And so that it was on a cruise ship. So that night I was at the um midnight buffet and I'm just like putting food on my plate and these people were like what about that naked guy in the show and I was like (laughs) Guilty as charged. It was awful.
1: Well, thankfully, Will, you're very fit. Yeah. You know, so I'm I'm sure they were very happy. I know, but I mean, I
2: should have gotten paid a lot more.
1: (laughs) That's where we're going with Exactly. (laughs) Well, I did hear them saying that they have, like, 20 contingencies if things don't actually go wrong the way they're supposed to, (laughs) like, what they do to kind of cover that. And that was my other thought. I wonder how much was kind of improvised, or maybe things went wrong that weren't supposed to go wrong Mm -hmm. that way, but... It was hilarious. I highly recommend it. And this is a great show because uh, you can bring a kid to it. Like, I saw kids that were probably five or six years old. It is long. I mean, if you're going at night, you're going to be there till close to 11. Wow. So maybe go to the matinee unless you have a night owl kid like me. Mm-hmm. Um, but I saw grandparents there with grandkids. So it really is one of those sort of all-ages shows. So great. And there's some funny jokes about, like, the audience in New York wouldn't act that way. And, like, I got <laughs> shushed for laughing too loud because <laughs> there's a guy playing the producer of this fictional show that taking it very seriously he's like why are you laughing you know this isn't funny so just a blast it is going to be the Amundsen Theater in downtown LA through August 11th the play that goes wrong it's so right
2: and I still have time to see it
1: all right up next so we're going to talk to Mark Saltzman who is conceived this awesome new musical called Another Roll of the Dice. It takes audiences back to the colorful locale of Land, which was first introduced on stage in Frank Lesser's legendary Broadway musical, Guys and Dolls.
2: I am so excited.
1: Welcome to Western Broadway, Mark Saltzman. Hey, Mark. Yeah.
3: Hello, thank you. Hi. Uh, The show we'll be talking about is my show, Another Roll of the Dice. And it's based on stories by Damon Runyon and has songs by Frank Lesser, which might sound like a familiar uh, partnership. Yeah. They, they did Guys and Dolls so long
2: ago. Exactly. It's, v- it's so exciting.
1: Now, is this a continuation of Guys and Dolls? Is this something uh, different just with characters that we know and love? Uh, take us into what, what it covers.
3: Yeah, we've been calling it an accomplice. To Guys and Dolls. Ah, I <laughs> <love> that. <laughs> it's uh, it's not the same characters, but um, Mindy's Deli is is the central place, just like it was in Guys and Dolls. And the uh, Runyon stories we used are different stories, but it's the same world. It's the same world of the gangsters and the the gun malls and the um, the people who stumble into this world uh, for better or worse. So yeah, it's it's uh, it's the same same world. Uh, Different Guys, Other Dolls.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Is that the tagline? (laughs) Other guys, different dolls. Now, with this, too, I mean, Frank Lester, so many songs in the Great American Songbook. And in this one, I've heard you have Heart and Soul and Two Sleepy People um, and Let's Get Lost. What 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 a beautiful set of songs. Now, how did you even come up with the idea to do this?
3: Oh, this is one of these uh, wonderful ideas that came to me. That uh, a friend of mine was representing the the Runyon Estate and asked me, "Oh, you know, we're we're looking to use the stories more. And do you have any ideas?" And my jaw fell. I thought it was like you know, winning the Willy Wonka gold ticket or something. Sure. <laughs> yeah, I said, "Yeah, I have a few ideas." And that that was what really came into my mind was. Uh what about all those other stories cuz I love Damon Runyon and guys and dolls at an early age had led me to Damon Runyon and I I think I read every story he wrote and I knew there was more stuff there and uh when when they invited me to do that they sent over the complete works they sent over some unpublished stories which is like wow. striking gold and uh and I found three that I thought would would adapt really well
2: that's incredible so my question for you is like what's the direction like what's what do we hope that, to do with this kind of show like is this something that is someday set for the great white way or is this something that is just going to live in repertory theater and travel around
3: you know, it, it's hard to say because last Friday, if somebody asked that, I'd say, uh, well, I guess we have to wait till the reviews come in sure. to answer that. Mm-hmm. Well, the reviews came in. <laughs> yeah, that's right. You just opened.
1: Congratulations. Yeah, yeah,
3: we're very, very happy with the reviews. Wonderful. So, uh Yeah, in my mind, okay, now we're going to aim for New York. It's it's six actors who play uh, 30 roles. Wow. So, you know, it's it, it kind of has that... Uh, Off Broadway quality, you know, small, small house Broadway. But um, now that we've seen the, the, the reaction of the press and the audience, uh, we, we really are starting to think we have a New York show here.
1: Excellent. That's wonderful.
3: It, it sounds obvious saying a Damon Runyon show is a New York show, but right. you know, it was, um, it was, it was clear that we could, we, we had some legs on this.
1: Now, did you have to get approval from anyone in the Lesser family or in the Runyon family to move did, forward with this? I did.
3: Uh, it's not the Runyon family. It's a um, that one is is a, is a corporation, a literary rights corporation. The uh, they're the ones who contacted me. Uh, once I knew I wanted to use Frank Lesser songs, I had to to go to, go the, to the estate. Yeah, and you probably know. Just a few months ago, we lost um, Joe Sullivan, who was frank Lesser's widow yes and uh she was you know, she was working pretty close with me too uh i had to bring the idea to her and we did a presentation and she gave me notes mm-hmm. after <laughs> the presentation and uh uh some some songs the the agreement was I mean, it's pretty obvious, but uh, not to use songs that were already in Frank Lesser musicals, you know, like there's so many others, you know, Christian Anderson and uh, Most Happy Fella. Right. Uh, But I understood that. It's just the pop songs, the ones, the American songbook songs. But she was uh, instrumental in pointing me towards some, less lesser known lesser that's the name of your next show yeah. I'm just saying Yeah, yeah <laughs> maybe. Uh, but there there was there was one we have that really wasn't even published as a song, it was only in an obscure movie, and it worked perfectly for this show and uh and I remember her saying i had the the opening number is uh, I hear music, and it was uh you know opening number, you know opening numbers are the toughest things to pull together, and uh i I want to get the plot about a uh robbery of a candy warehouse. I want to get that going during the opening number, and you know it was that juggling act and I told her this is still a work in progress and and she no. We had the same problem with Most Happy Fellow. Wow. <laughs> we could get the opening, right? Uh, that's pretty comforting, yeah. coming from yeah. Mrs. Frank Lesser. You know, <laughs> a lot of people say a lot of things when you're working on a show <laughs> and don't know what they're talking about. But, yeah, okay, I'll I'll take that note. Yeah. But yeah, it... yeah. I wish she could have been around to see this uh, finally, to see the show go up and, you know, we missed it by just a few months that uh, she passed away.
2: That's such a shame. How is yeah. it performing in California? Like, especially <laughs> like, what's um? Are are you finding the uh, the North Coast Repertory Theater like comfortable and, and and a good audiences?
3: Yeah, it really is. It's um, like I said, six actors performing the show. Uh, Larry Souza directing. He came from Boston. Mm-hmm. He's an East Coaster. So pretty much thought he went to heaven in a California beach town. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, I'm I'm jaded. I've been in LA for, for thirty years, but uh the I can't think of you know, maybe you guys know theater, but where where in America is there a theater like that that you kinda can walk to the beach exactly. when you when you're done, you know? Um, let's take a tan, okay, let's go to the beach. And <laughs> this this sort of was um situated in such a beautiful spot that uh, mo- most, uh, I think, four of our actors were local. And one of them, um, Derek Penny, came, came out from New York for this. And he experienced his first earthquake.
1: Yeah. <laughs> oh, and he's still here after that? He didn't go running back east?
3: No, no. He, he, <laughs> okay. I mean, he, he looked terrified. You know, yeah. all of us. At this point, or just you know, if it's just one of those rumblers right. we call them, you know, mm-hmm. it's one of that. It's like uh, it's like the subway going underneath. You know, you hear it and you feel it, but you you know, you don't go running. So uh, he kind of had that experience of terror. That what is that? And he's like, oh, you know, it's an earthquake. <laughs> you know, so what are we going to do about this entrance?
1: <laughs> <laughs> the show you know? must go on, even with earthquakes yeah, yeah, and everything else another- happening.
3: Yeah, yeah. That's that's real California mentality. It's yeah. just, you know, it's like talking about the weather and mm-hmm. and we did get away pretty easy on that last one. If that um if that had been in the city, uh, we probably wouldn't be so jocular about it. But yeah. that one was way out there in the uh in the desert, minimal damage And um, aftershocks But that's, you know, that's California life
1: Yeah, thankfully everybody's okay And hopefully the rest of the run will not be Quite so dramatic uh, yes, as, yes. as it was during rehearsals but Keep
3: the drama on stage Exactly. Right? Yes. Well,
1: we're so happy that we got to talk to you At the beginning of this run
3: Thanks so much for calling in
2: Absolutely, and we, we wish you the best um, I encourage you to run down to the North Coast Repertory Theater in beautiful Solana Beach, California. They are playing until august 4th
1: that's right don't take a gamble
2: oh wait what we did get extended
1: (gasps) oh you're hearing it here
2: hot hot news the reviews were good enough that we got
3: another week to august 11th that is incredible congratulations
1: oh that is wonderful now playing through august eleventh.
2: right i should have started with that (laughs) well
1: that is fantastic what a great surprise mark saltzman what a pleasure talking to you an honor speaking with you you.
2: have a great day center theater group has the most exciting news lara They are presenting at the Kirk Douglas Theatre Friends, the musical parody. Da,
1: na, 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 Seriously. Na, na.
2: No, it's so <laughs> exciting. They are celebrating the adventures of your favorite group of 20-something friends as they navigate the pitfalls of work, life, and love in the 1990s Manhattan.
1: Uh, I grew up watching that show, and I'm so excited to see you know, my childhood flash before my eyes. Could on you stage be cover any more
2: sitting. excited? <laughs>
1: Could you be any cuter, Well, <laughs> All right, well, we're very excited because we get to talk to one half of the writing team, and uh, they have a very cool story. Wait till you hear about this. Bob Smith, welcome to West of Broadway! Yay. Yay!
0: Thank you, thank you for having me. Great. Well,
1: this is exciting because, well, I mean, it's always exciting when we get to talk to uh, an awesome creative mind like you, but you're just Aww. hours away from Friends, the musical parody, opening in Culver City right now.
0: Yes, uh, tonight is the first preview, and tomorrow is the official opening. This and so, is so exciting. It's so exciting. Uh, the tour has been going amazing so far, and we're so glad to be out here on the West Coast. It's my first time in L.A. Welcome. Thank you.
1: (laughs) How do you like it so far? I
0: love it. We rode down the beach yesterday from uh, Venice to Santa Monica, and it's so beautiful. It's such a wonderful, wonderful city.
1: Well, we're thrilled to have you here, bringing a little bit of New York here to L.A. with our, our favorite 20-somethings. <laughs> yeah, A and, little bit of our edge. <laughs> you know what, Bob? I was trying to explain to Will. I said, okay, so it's Bob and tobley McSmith. They're best friends, and they have the same last name. So can yep. you tell us a little bit how you guys met up and became friends and started writing together?
0: It's, uh, yeah, we basically moved to New York at the same time and into this same apartment on the same day, and the the... Real answer is uh, the non PG one is that we were high on mushrooms and staring at a tree. And Taubley said we should write a Stay by the Bell musical. And literally, we did. We're the only people to ever follow through on a mushroom thought in the history of the world. (laughs) And look where it led you.
1: I'm glad that you followed through on that thought. years
0: later, yes.
1: (laughs) And here you are. So uh, maybe you can tell us a little bit, too, about Friends, the musical parody. I've heard it covers, what, all 10 years of the show? Do you just blow through the highlights of each episode? Or what's the the storyline with that?
0: Sure. It follows the plot of Friends pretty closely. It's all 10 seasons in under two hours, but it kind of takes on its own storyline as well, not to give too much away, but you follow the friends through their journey as they fall in love, as maybe some of them take a break. It's got everything you would want from friends. It's got Janice. It's got Unagi. It's got the Moist Maker Sandwich. Yes! Uh, so everything is covered.
1: <laughs> I sounded like Janice right there. Jan Okay,
0: oh don't give anything away, but I'm just God. hoping
1: that Smelly Cat and the Hairy Naked Guy, the neighbor guy, isn't it? But, uh, yeah.
0: su- yes, yes, and no. I'm going to say that. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Obviously, it's a parody, so there's some things we can do, and there's some things we can't, and we have a lot of fun... Uh, with that as well yeah,
1: Excellent. And it is uh, a little raunchy right it's, it's recommended For ages 13 plus
0: Exactly like teenagers up totally fine We've seen people of all ages and this is You know nothing worse than you would See on an episode of Friends so I'll yeah. uh, leave that to your discretion.
2: Bob, tell me about the casting process. Like, how did you find the people that were good enough to fill these iconic roles?
0: <laughs> That's the hard thing. And this cast is amazing. Awesome. Uh, they're all Broadway caliber singers and dancers. And it's a lot of it is, uh, do they look like the character? Do they have comic timing? Uh, Sammy was actually our swing in New York uh, who plays Rachel, Sammy oh, okay. Griffith. So she covered all the tracks in New York, and then on tour, like, she's blossomed into uh, her interpretation of Rachel, which, which brings the house down every night. Dom Dom, Dominic, who plays Joey, they're all amazing. They all, like, really embody the
2: characters. Tell me that they actually became friends because they're in Friends, like, they're all...
0: I think they were kind of forced to. You know, <laughs> when you're on a bus with someone for six months, you kind of get close.
1: You know, we gave away tickets at my radio station, Bob, and one of my winners. She's like, "This, you know, is my favorite show ever," and I still have the Rachel haircut. So I'm going to be wearing that to opening <laughs> night. At a she's girl. Like, I'm ready. Yeah. If oh, oh, you wait long so enough,
0: maintenance. did
1: the layers just right? And if you had a cowlick, it was it was just a mess. Well, it's, oh it's,
0: yeah, it's it's a, it's a whole process. It,
2: it's so crazy to me because, like, thanks to. Platforms like Netflix. My my best friend, her daughter is a sophomore in college and obsessed. With friends Like she knows Every episode
0: That's the amazing thing About the show Is that it's hitting Those three different Age groups Mm -hmm. People like Like me and Tably Who grew up watching it On the first run Then people who saw it In syndication And then people now Watching it with their Children on Netflix So it it really does Touch all age groups And the stories uh, Are still relatable Even this day It's a love story
1: So you're bringing Families together Bob Thank you for that (laughs) Did you guys write Original music Like original songs In this too
0: Yeah it is all It's original songs, A soft Gleisner, who is the composer, uh, brings in different melodies. <laughs> um, <laughs> we never liked musicals, Talby and I, and recently we've really fallen in love with them. So it's something that kind of happened over time. So in this show it does range from Broadway theater to pop music. There's homages to Chicago, Hamilton, Les Mis, but then at the same time <laughs> there's uh, Sir Mix-a-Lot and there's Counting Crows and Bare Naked Ladies. And so you kind of hear all those different things come together in a in a really beautiful way.
1: What was the musical that made you fall in love with musicals? Because you said you weren't always a fan, but was there there one that kind of changed your mind and put you on this path?
2: He's like, yeah, this one. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not really
0: sure. As a kid, it was uh, the only one I liked was Little Shop, obviously, sure. and Rocky Horror. But I think it was uh, when Tomlin and I saw Avenue Q and Book of Mormon. Like those two were really like, oh, kind of introductions to musicals. And that's what we do too. We want to write musicals for people like us who didn't like musicals and you kind of start to really appreciate the form and how, how it's done.
2: You are the gateway drug to musicals.
1: <laughs> it's the gateway oh, musical. I want that on my
2: tombstone. <laughs> well,
1: we're thrilled to see it. Will cannot make it, but I will be there hosting uh, 90s trivia, Friends and Musical Trivia, before opening night tomorrow night. So we are just so happy that you guys came to L.A. We hope you have a great run here. and Oh, you can thank
0: ch- you. Yay! Thank you so much.
1: And uh, Friends, Bye. the musical parody, it is on at the Kirk Douglas Theater in Culver City through August 4th.
2: And all of you kids listening, you should stay away from mushrooms. I don't care how successful they'll make you.
1: There's a public service <laughs> announcement right there from West of Broadway. Uh, well, that was super fun. We blew through three shows. Mm-hmm. And if you're a theater fan, these are all must-sees. So, and if you check out any of them, of course, please reach out to us and let us know. You can catch me on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Larry Scott Media, And please
2: follow me on Instagram and Facebook at Will Armstrong PR.
1: And if you're looking for us, you can find us just west, west of, of Broadway. Broadway.